Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs and business owners, where we talk about all the things that we're going through as women running businesses. I'm Alessandra Polina, and I'm so excited to make some connections and learn from each other today. Today, I'm talking to Katherine Richardson. She's the owner of a local spa here in Boston called Holiday Skin and Wax, and she's one of the first people that I really connected with in the local meetup group that I started that I mentioned in the first episode, if you heard that one. She's been instrumental in making the group run and organizing the events and everything like that ever since she became a part of it, because of course I decided I wanted to have events and things like that, and then Organizing them was a bit more than I could handle sometimes. So she has come through every single time making that happen for all of us. But when it comes to business and life, she just has a way of making people feel really happy and special. And I honestly think that is probably one of her business secrets to success. But she was one of my number one people to have on the show when I decided to do this podcast because I think she can share way more than just that with us. She's figured out how to do this whole business thing for sure, and she has some invaluable insight to share. So I want to welcome you on, Catherine, and I'm so happy everyone else gets to meet you here today. Oh, thank Hi. you. That was a really nice introduction. Thank you for those compliments. It's so sweet. Tell here. us about your journey, um, what inspired you, what get you started in your business. Just tell everybody about Holiday Skin okay. and Wax and what you're doing. Okay. So I'm an esthetician. And I do lots of beauty services. I went to school about seven years ago, and I opened Holiday Skin and Wax two years ago. I do facials. I do Reiki facials. I came up with this one called the Vajacial. It's um, kind of like a facial for the skin around your Brazilian area to keep it right and smooth. And I do um, lots of waxing, definitely lots of waxing, but... Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm open in Brookline and I think that answers the question. <laughs> What's next? But how'd you get started? Um, you, know, oh, okay. you become super successful in like one year or I feel like you did become successful in, in the first year of business, but how did that all happen? Like, where did you get started? And okay. So I, Never thought that I would be owning a business or be, be an esthetician and go to beauty school. I actually have got a degree from the University of Vermont in political science. And I thought that I was going to be an attorney. And I got out of school. I worked in the field. And it was super miserable. Everything was just like really drab looking. Everyone was in a terrible mood. I worked at a few different places and it just, it just wasn't for me. So, um, I ended up bartending because I was living in Austin. And then what happened? Um, one of my friends, uh, when I was waitressing, one of my friends went to beauty school and she asked me to be her guinea pig and come in once a week for about six months for facials and to be a project for her. I was really apprehensive. I think I had like one facial before that and it was really scary to me, but I was like, okay, I'll show him. So it ended up being so healing and wonderful and I totally cleared up my acne and there's like a lot of energy that goes into a facial and like a really like beautiful, calm energy. And I just was so attracted to it. I enrolled in the class after hers. So, um, I got out of school. I worked at a bunch of different places to kind of figure out what I was good at and to also get more training. And then I opened this place in March of 2017 
Um, it mainly was a waxing place. The first six months were very hard. Uh, and then I kind of, I, I got to a point in my business where I was not doing well and I was really afraid of kind of like the relationship with the customers. I was afraid of changing anything. I wasn't happy. I was only doing Brazilians and they were really inexpensive and I just wasn't making enough money. And, but more so I was like miserable. And I thought like, this is not why I started, why I want to work for myself. I want to work for myself because I would have the freedom to do everything that was exciting and joyful. So um, I ended up getting a coach in October of 2017 and that changed everything for me. I started making a bunch more money. I was able to follow what made me excited and it, it really changed my reality as an entrepreneur to having this like great creative outlet that was not only feeding me in like a soulful way, but actually paying my bills. So, um, and then there's, I mean, there's just so much I could go on with that, but yes, that's how, that's kind of like how it came to be. And, um, yeah, the coaching was amazing. My coach was Marley Jamison. I love that. So that was, so you started working with her after like, what was that? Six, nine months? Probably like, yeah, like six or six or eight like months. Like you say you were like kind of miserable and like it was really hard and this and that, but like you're only talking about like a space of like a couple months in there. Like when you started <laughs> until when you made that change where things got like, really good. Right. Like That's I feel like true, some yeah. of us have had businesses for like <laughs> years and years and had years of like the hard part and you still like, you make that sound bad, but you made it like you made the switch really quickly, I think, which is really cool. Yeah, it was like total happenstance that I met my coach. I didn't even know. I literally did not know that business coaching was a thing. I had no idea on how to connect myself with other women who are entrepreneurs. And like from my perspective, I I had kind of looked into like a business advisor or something and I just it seemed very corporate. It wasn't for me. And then I had decided right before I met this coach, Marley, I had decided that I was going to take all of my loose papers on my business ideas and like all of my stuff and get a therapist and show up to her office and be like, you have to help me sort this business out. I need help. At a regular therapist. She'd be like, um, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. I was like, I'm just going to show up at like, I'm just going to pick one from my HMO and just go. But, uh, luckily I, I, Marley had been renting a room in the suite that I work into and she, and I had a no-show client the same day and she was, I was talking to her about it. I'm like, yeah, it's really hard for me. I'm not doing well. And she said, oh, actually, this is something I help people with. I help coach them out of being stuck. And I was like, what? Okay. So we met up at Nero and I just felt like it's a cafe for anyone listening who doesn't know. Uh, we met up at N- Cafe Nero and we talked about like how important it is to align your soul and like your vibrancy with your business. And when those things are not in alignment, there's like this huge rift and it can be really upsetting. So basically I did like kind of like a form of energy coaching and she's so talented in um, having, she just has so many ideas for entrepreneurs on how to resolve marketing and um, making new services, pricing, she's great at pricing. But the main thing for me was I didn't care about money at that point. 
I mean, yeah, I wasn't making very much and that part was hard, but I was just so miserable because I was only doing one service and it wasn't feeding me. I was having a lot of trouble. I had signed up for Groupon originally and was offering a deal and it really brought some bad customers, but it also brought amazing women in here. And I was able to build my business through Groupon in the beginning. And I am so grateful for the lovelies who came in because they wanted to try it. Um, so Groupon's kind of like very bipolar feeling for me. In some ways, it really was rough to start my business with. In other ways, I've met so many great, great women. But um, wait, because I know that you had that experience with Groupon and now gone away from it, but like, do you attribute it with a lot of your beginning like growth? Give us just because people yeah. might be curious about that. Like, if you have a brick and mortar space, like. Yeah. What did you, how did you use that to build your business? And oh, yeah. why did you stop? Like what were kind of like the steps that you used to make sure people were going to like come back in or whatever? Mm-hmm. I figured out a way to use Groupon for good, not for evil. Uh, okay. So I offer Brazilian waxing. I actually really love doing Brazilians now and it makes me happy. And I <sighs> am so happy to do like 15 of them in a day because everything, things aligned now. In the beginning, it wasn't aligned. So in the beginning, I was offering a Groupon and with Groupon, they make you, well, they don't make you, but they suggest discounting your price by half. So the $64, yeah. So the $64 Brazilian became a $32 Brazilian and then they keep half of that. So I was doing like half hour Brazilians for 16 bucks. It was brutal. And um, you know, Boston, things are expensive here. Um, But I figured out that, you know, like most women who get a Brazilian don't want one. They want to come all the time. So I thought that I would make a service that they could, if they come regularly, their hair is shorter and sparser. So it takes me less time. I can do a Brazilian in about 10 minutes if they're coming regularly. So I created this service called the Brazilian Frequent Flyer and If you're coming back within seven weeks for your next visit, it's only $40. So with Groupon, it was retaining so many clients because they come in for a $32 Groupon. And then if they want to come regularly, it's only 40 bucks. So it was like an $8 difference. I think main issue with Groupon or other sites like them is that it's really hard for the customer to turn around and pay full price to see the value in doing that after they get a deep discount like half off. But this was unique, you know, like people want this service regularly. And uh, if if anyone out there is listening, thinking about doing a Groupon, it's not a bad way to start your business, especially if you don't have any visibility on the street and you're like in a, another location. It's really, it's really not a bad way to start. You just need to figure out how are you going to get those clients coming back into you. And it's a lot of it has to do with that mentality of like, oh, I don't want to pay full price and come back for the same thing. I just got half off. Yeah. So, so find a way to grab them and make them want to come back and not make it seem painful yeah. <laughs> so that they won't just yeah. find another place with a group on for. Oh yeah. Not less. just like, hop around. Cause I mean like ultimately no, no one wants to hop around on group on for that service. It's not fun. You never know where you're going to go. Um, so it's, be- it's better. So like, and I think that you could probably apply that to a lot of different industries with doing some type of, of like website coupon thing to get people in and then just figure out how you're going to retain them. Yeah. Just so really, was- really good customer service and just have some way to make sure that you're going to be able to continue a relationship with them so that oh, they're yeah. going to come back 
to you, or at least you're going to have a way to reach them again if you want to try to get them to come back in. Oh, yeah. So that yes. You're maximizing every single person who buys in time. Yeah, it's really, really important for, like, the health of the business. So it was good, and I'm glad that I had it, and I, I really am grateful that I was able to do that in the beginning because I am on the third floor of an office building, and the it's I always crack a joke like it's super discreet the door just has the number on it on the street you have no idea what businesses are inside so when you're going to get your Brazilian you're not sitting like in a bay window on the street of a location that like says Brazilian all over it you're just (laughs) kind of walking into a building in a city doing your thing and nobody needs to know could be anything nobody knows what you're spending your lunch break to do or even worse exactly. if it's not lunchtime and <laughs> I'm like, oh, I saw so-and-so like going in, she was playing hooky today. <laughs> well, tell us more about like some of the other things, like you said, you've, how you kind of branched out from there. Now you offer obviously way more than that. Yeah. Um, like what is, what does that look like? Like how you've decided to bring in other things or build your business into what it is today? Yeah. So that was one of the things I worked on with the coach and it was what makes you happy, what excites you. And for me, it's definitely facial. So it's a big part. Um, I love the energy exchange in facials and creating a really nice experience and very comfortable and just very relaxed. And also with facials, like you come in, all the products are vegan, non-toxic and mostly organic. So everything in this room that's going on your skin is there to support you. And it's just really lovely. I love doing the little touches for my clients. So uh, my coach was like, okay, follow that. Whatever gets you excited, follow that. So I ended up decorating my room a lot better. I brought in all kinds of crystals. I do flowers every Tuesday morning. I get fresh flowers for my studio. And then little things came along the way. Another client said, I want to try lash lifting. Will you do it? Okay, so I bought a lash lifting kit. I took a class, and um, I went to my tribe, and I asked, you know, the the ones that I love, like, can I practice on you? And once I felt comfortable, I added it to the menu. It's a really popular service now. The same with the vajayshal. I had a client, I was out to dinner with her, and she said that she had seen, like, a facial for your Brazilian area on Refinery29 a super fun thing to watch on YouTube. If, if anyone's out there thinking of other podcasts or whatnot to listen to. So she said that she had seen it there and she was interested in it and asked me if I would create the service. So I said, yeah, are you going to be the guinea pig? <laughs> so, Oh my gosh. I love that. That it's all, it's like people were like, I want this and I want you to do it for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So a lot of it, a lot of what I find that's exciting, it's, coming as suggestions from really great clients and friends. Um, You know, I don't even like using the word client because I feel like I have such a personal connection with everyone that comes in here. So it's like, yeah, just like all the lovelies that come in. So that's how those two things started. And then I had another friend who she started out as a client. We've become really good friends. She asked me to do some Reiki for her and I am a Reiki master, but it's not something that I offer as a standalone service. So I thought, okay, all right, I'll do some Reiki for her. I haven't done it in a long time. We'll see how it goes. And she really enjoyed it. And then I had always thought about making a Reiki facial. So like part of the facial is you're getting like Reiki, which for those of you who don't know, it is universal energy 
it's it's a form of Japanese energy healing. It's really neat. Um, it's non-invasive, and basically the practitioner is like the conduit for just like white light, universal energy, and helps serve the the person receiving it. It helps serve their highest good, serve their highest self, and it's it's just really nice. So I ended up making the Reiki facial, and now I offer it on one Friday night a month, and the whole studio is in candlelight. So it's like this really lovely, special, energetic service that you can come in for um, on the weekend. I love it. So, back up for a second, yeah. because... Like, what does that look like? Like, physically, because I didn't know what Reiki was before you told me about it, or like pretty recently. So, somebody, oh, yeah. like, I mean, I know you kind of explained it, but like, what does that look like in terms of a facial? Like, it's just oh, because yeah. you're touching somebody, right? Kind of. So, a normal facial, you're laying in this really comfortable bed, there's a table warmer on, you're getting steamed and exfoliated. And uh, during the masking portion, that's usually when most estheticians step out of the room and leave you to like mask in peace. In a normal facial for me, I massage you the whole time. So I never leave the room. I'm with you the entire time. Shoulder massage, neck massage, scalp massage. Oh yeah, that's and my favorite. We'll do some of that in the Reiki facial. We'll do, we'll do that more during your exfoliation when you're being steamed with the enzymes, but during the Reiki facial, during your 20-minute mask, that's when I will stand up and you can choose hands-on or hands-off and just kind of like um, gently place my hands on your shoulders or stomach or knees or feet and that's where the Reiki energy enters you. Uh, but you can have hands-off too and that's, I just kind of like hover my hands above the body and channel this like just this wonderful vibe. It's like peace and joy and love and it it really makes the room like this beautiful vessel of all this energy around you. And it's just so relaxing. And the best part is that you leave and your skin looks amazing and dewy and glowy. I feel like you already channel that vibe into anybody just by being in the same room as them, but not to, oh, so sweet. not you. to deter anyone from getting that Reiki facial because I'm sure it's amazing <laughs> too. But I feel like you just like do that, like you just have that. So, which I oh, love. thank you, that's really sweet. Do you think? Um, I love that. Like people would just recommend, like, or kind of ask for something, and you would do it. And now, like, obviously, everyone else is booking it too. Do you think that that's because your clients are all kind of like similar in some ways? So, if one person thought, "Oh, this is something I want," like it just happens to also resonate with a lot of your other clients or like, is that something you did on purpose or do you think you just kind of attract, you kind of attract like I, a certain type of person who all end up coming yeah. to you? Yeah. I think you're onto something. Uh, definitely a certain type of person is attracted to the high vibrations of this studio. It's really beautiful. There's like almost floor to ceiling windows and the light is gorgeous and all the crystals and just the way that I hold space is that whenever you come in, even if it's for, a painful Brazilian. It's still wonderful and everything smells good. And I just really, I really like to have a personal connection with my clients and support them and ask them what's going on. Like, what are you up to today? What's going on in your world? And 
you know, talk about their wins. Like even if they're little, just like get, get excited about their life and really enjoy our time together. And there are definitely clients who come in and don't like that vibe and they don't come back, which is okay. Mm-hmm. They'll find someone that works for them and they'll find a comfortable space for them. They just but, want to come in and like not chat and like just have someone rip hair off their body and then leave. <laughs> I mean, yes, some people want that, you know? So I think that definitely the clients are, despite that they have very diverse backgrounds, they're all ages from, um, you know, like 18 to mid fifties, even sixties. Well, if you count my mom, we're talking seventies. I think we should count her. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think that all of them are drawn to a really light energy because it's easy and it feels good to be around and to be in, a really beautiful place. So I think that in common gets them excited about these other services. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you also, you're like really careful to keep your hours to like what makes sense for you. And you're so careful about your time, which I love, but tell us like share a little bit about that. Cause I know that's something that's really important to you and is something that maybe people especially like, I feel like as business owners, a lot of us can be like working all the time or have trouble with some of that boundary stuff. And I know it's something I've been really good at. That was probably the number one thing my coach worked on me with was boundaries in business. And it really translated into personal life too, which was great. Uh, So the boundaries for me, I, part of opening a business is so that I don't have to work weekends. My boyfriend works Monday through Friday. It's really, really important for me to have a healthy life and relationship with him. So I want to see him on the weekends and at nighttime. So I decided that my hours would just be Tuesday through Friday and Tuesday through Thursday. I'm here 11 to six and Friday I'm here from 10 to four and I still take a full lunch every day. So for me, that part was always like, it will just have to work. Like it's just going to have to work. And it's interesting because I am in a field, you know, beauty spas, beauty services, people want nights and weekends. That's the times that I've worked for everyone else on my journey. And I just didn't like it. So I said, no. And, um, I'm thriving. People, people will actually come in and say to me, I saw, you on Instagram and I saw your hours and I knew you had to be the best because you don't work at night and you don't work on the weekends. Oh, wow, that's amazing. And that's why they booked. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. So they know that means like people are taking time out of their work day to come here and see you. So they yes. should too. Yeah, totally. So people are taking time out of their work day to treat themselves and uh, you know, I get a lot of students, I get a lot of women who work in Longwood medical area and they pop over for their appointments at lunchtime. Um, and you know, a lot of, just like a lot of women who do prioritize their self-care, you know, like that's really important. That's like a huge thing to be able to do and to empower yourself to do. That's great because I love that you're thriving in like four days a week and only doing what you want to do, which is. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. And, you know, first 
setting up the boundaries in my business was great. And I actually would not talk to my coach about making money because just being happy was so important. She got me to talk about it after I watched a video by Amanda Francis on Facebook. Amanda Francis is such a fun coach. Everyone should go, should go look her up on Facebook. You know, you've mentioned her before and I've still not looked it up. I'm going to look. Oh my gosh. She's so hilarious. She's so funny. I love her vibes. So, uh, yeah, like with me last spring, spring of 2017, I was barely making any money. And Amanda Francis was like, you get money because you do. Like you just do. You decide what you want. Money's neutral. It doesn't judge you. It doesn't care about what's going on in your life. Set your intention and manifest it. So I did. Um, and quickly I went from, we'll talk, we'll talk lower numbers. Quickly. I went from making like $150 a day, $400 a day, within like maybe three or four weeks. And for me, it was really like, whenever I feel aligned and just like really happy, maybe just like a moment walking on the street or like something good happens or whenever I get that energy that everything feels so right. And I know everyone has that sometimes, you know, like you just feel like, Oh, everything's so right right now. When that energy is vibing through you, think about what you want. Like, and I would say, you know, I am no longer going to make less than this much per day. And it worked. And then over the summer I bumped it up a few more hundred dollars and it just kept going. And there was actually a week in August that I thought I'm doing so well now. This is so wonderful. I should look at my numbers from last year. And I was actually doing 15 times better on income than I was the year before. And I could not believe it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is unreal. Like unreal. So there's like really something to be said about manifestation and using I don't know, just like using energy to change your reality, right? That's so amazing. But how do you think, I mean, so that was just manifestation. Did you do any, like, I can't, that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But had you you raised your rates by then or done anything like that? Was it more repeat customers? I mean, I guess that's what manifestation is, right? It's like you create ways for it to happen. It's not like it was just magic, but. Yeah, yeah. So I think that like, I didn't really do anything different. You know, things had changed over the winter. I I did add more services, right? And then I I think what happened actually was that I raised my prices in the spring. I wasn't, I felt like I was offering like $60 facials and now they're 125 and they book like crazy. Wow. So there's this interesting thing around people's psyche where if the price isn't high enough, they don't want it. And I was kind of like how they want to come when they see that other people, they see that you're only available during the day. So they think you're yeah. worth taking yeah. time out if they see it's an expensive yeah. thing or whatever they see as like more yeah. worth it. Yeah. And like, for me, it's always like every time I've just made this decision that I need to raise my prices, I always get more business out of it. And it's, it's always an aligned thing to do. Um, oh I'm going to try that. Yeah. No, seriously, you should, you should try it. Uh, but I've also, you know, like I, yeah, I like cannot say enough about setting your, the times that you work and the prices you work for about what feels best for you, because whatever that feeling is that you have, people are going to feel it. Like your customers will know if you feel good about your prices or bad about your prices, even if they only interact with you on the internet 
on your website mm. or they see a post like the vibrations like seriously like you throw them into everything that you touch so that's like that's point. the biggest thing for me to offer entrepreneurs who are just starting out like follow your intuition like do what you want to do and they're don't let anyone like tell you the market can't support it because it can I love that because yeah I feel like people especially like when you get into internet research and stuff and it's like, Oh, what should I do for my business? How do you start a business? And there's such like cut and dry advice that people give. And sometimes it's like, but I don't really want to do that, but it almost seems like there's no other option. Like you will not be successful if you don't do it this way. Yeah. And I like that you say otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually raised my brow prices from $28 to $45 over the weekend. And I have not had a new brow client since November. And I got uh, someone booked today, booked this morning, and came in for the $45 brow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Immediately. Direct correlation to doing what feels best. Wow. I love it. So what other – are there any other, like, tips like that? I feel like you're full of good advice. That's a good question. Like, I feel like you're, it, it, it relates not just to people with like a brick and mortar or even a service-based business. Like, I feel like you're, I don't know, your experience seems like it just covers everything. Oh, thank you. I definitely have a syndrome called get it done. (laughs) I am always doing something for this. That's why I like you, I think. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for me, my brother has it really bad too, but he's not in beauty. He, that's another story, but like, we both have this, like, get it done. It has to be done yesterday. And like, it's really, I have to manage myself and be like, okay, this is a great idea. If I come, I have so many ideas. I'm like, this is a great idea, but do I need to do it for my business? Is this something that I need to add to my business? Uh, I would, okay. Yeah. Um, Hmm, other pieces of advice oh the other thing is that if you're listening to this podcast good for you you've already decided or like at least you know about that you want to reach out to others and be connected I didn't even know that I could make friends who were other entrepreneurs like I was so in a hole like living in a hole under a rock when I started this business yes I think I said the same thing on the first episode of this podcast you did (laughs) well seriously it was like it was I don't know why I don't know why it didn't occur to me because like obviously there are so many women who are doing this and so many women who are out on their own so connect yourself find a group go to a bunch of things you know find a business bestie. You're my, one of my business besties. And I love that we push each other and support each other. And I think it's really important to find your friends who get excited when you have something new and anyone who's a naysayer, just let them fall to the wayside because it's not going to be supportive. It's not a supportive environment for an entrepreneur. You don't need that. I agree. And if you can't find anything to go to or find people, then like, make an event yourself. That's what I did. And that's how I found all of you guys. Yes. Oh yes. And you know, I had found you on meetup.com and I was like, so afraid to go meet people. And, um, 
when, when I started going like a year ago, but I found it when like kind of my business was like around five months old, but I was totally embarrassed of my business when I didn't feel aligned with it. So I just didn't go. So like if anyone's out there thinking like, oh, there is this group, but I feel shy. You just do it. Just go like, just start going. It will be so wonderful. And meanwhile, that group was me sitting alone in a coffee shop all those months that Catherine didn't show up because <laughs> no one was coming. <laughs> yeah, actually, my boyfriend was like, you have to go this Sunday. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm really glad that I did. I'm like so, so happy about that. And as soon as she but came, yeah, like, find, a lot of other people your- came. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes was- you just have to find like one or two people who like attract everybody else or something. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, is there anything um, else specifically that you wish that you had known more about when you began at the beginning of your business or beginning of your journey that you think other people who are like starting out or just kind of going through this should know? Yeah. I. I mean, there's lots of things right now. Right now it's tax season. So I'm really wishing I had kept Mm. other records for last year. That's (laughs) a good one. uh, Yeah. Like with my receipts and stuff, they're just like in that crazy pile. But um, for very beginners, like at the very beginning of your journey, I, I really just wish that I knew about coaches because I didn't, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I really didn't. And the business really got out of hand with like me not feeling, not loving it. Right. So if you're in a spot where like you're stressed out and you feel like you're not aligned with your business, it's become something else and you don't know how to fix it. Definitely seek business besties or act or really just looking to hiring a coach there. Most of them do mobile on zoom or Skype or whatnot. And you can like, thank goodness for the internet because you can get a coach in any state. So one thing for finding your coach for me, I loved that she inspired me and made me feel relief and joy. And just like, when I talked to her, I felt so much better. Like I can still have a successful business. I can get things back on track and I can still have a happy life. Mm-hmm. So when you are shopping for a coach, make sure that you have those feelings around them. And if you don't, don't hire them, hire somebody else. Just keep looking. Totally. That's good advice. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I never had a coach, but I think, um, you've basically become my coach because you give me those feelings. <laughs> talk about stuff in your mind too seriously y'all everyone needs to get like someone that they can talk to like a a good friend that they can just bounce ideas off each other and hold each other like accountable but in the nicest way possible you know yeah totally totally okay good so I mean is there anything else that you wanted to say or to share do you have for me my next my next goals are to expand I am making a vajacial clay mask line so it's clay mask that you can use on your brazilian area to help brighten dark spots and also help heal help heal ingrowns if you have any issues with them because those can be very painful and then i'm also i want to expand i want to go street level and hire employees it 
it depends on a few things for me. Like right now I would be interested in that, but it has to be, well, you know, maybe in like six months I'd be interested in it, but it just, I need a really pretty location. Like I, for me, that's like super important that when people walk in, they just feel like they're on vacation. Absolutely. Well, that might take like six months to find. So I feel like you're basically, yeah, that's like now, if you're ready to do that within (laughs) six months, that's amazing. So how many, so how exactly, how long have you been in business? This is less than two, like you're saying like probably within two years, you'd be ready to expand from when Uh, you started. My business anniversary is March 24th. So two years on March 24th, that's like two months away. Wow. So I've been open for for a little while but yeah so I know people say like oh like this has gotten so successful so quickly and I'm like what it did not get fat it did not go fast enough <laughs> it seems fast to me but I guess we'll have to have you back on to talk about going from service-based business to like adding products after you've got that climax oh yeah and then also I guess from going from like a one-woman show to expanding to having a team and everything because that's yes sound like they're gonna be pretty exciting updates yeah yes I think so where can people find you if they want to follow along or ask you questions later on um or if they're <laughs> local to Boston where can they come in for like a facial or a facial or you know, <laughs> wonderful things yeah okay so you can find me at holidaybrookline.com to book stuff, but really Instagram's the best place to find me. That's where I'm on most and you can message me or email me through there. And my Instagram handle is at holiday skin and wax all spelled out. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and ideas and story with us. Oh, thank you. This is lovely. Um, I, yes, I have really enjoyed this.